0: Headlines and hot takes, they have their place. But at our podcast, ESPN Daily, we don't just skim the surface of sports. Dude, I mean, this clearly transcends blood feuds, (laughs) rivalries, sports. This is something far, far deeper than that. I'm your host, Pablo Torre, and every day, we try to dive into the stories behind the athletes. The picture of him in the dugout afterwards just looked like a guy who'd had his heart ripped out. Listen to ESPN Daily wherever you get your podcasts. six eight seven zero seven zero zero
1: Wow, I just noticed it been since well April fifth since the last time I've been on I'm sorry to leave y'all like that it's kind of impromptu, little leave of absence, <laughs> but um I well we're back and we're I guess we're gonna talk about. I guess a little rundown of all the things, not all the things, but some things that have transpired since then. So it's going to be a little bit of this, a little bit of that and all that on this episode of Trend Chat. To episode 90 of trend chat i'm your host brian bledsoe and if you want to connect with us whether on facebook instagram or twitter it's all the same name trend chat 24 7 and i write for politics.com. if you want to read some of my articles just go to politics.com slash author slash brian bledsoe and you know what wait a minute Hold up, stop, stop, hold up, bring down the music. No, bring it down, bring it down. And hold up, what is this? Hello, this is Brian who holds the Trent Chat. Also, contributor at Politichicks.com. Here to tell you about the new book called Politichicks, A Clearing Call to Political Activism. With over 300 pages from contributors like myself talking about topics such as education, social issues, healthcare, the Second Amendment, and of course, activism. I encourage you all to check it out at Politichicks.com and is also available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Yep, that's right. I finally did the little ad for the book. So, (laughs) I kept saying I was going to do it and i finally did it kind of go to show i wasn't doing absolutely nothing this past couple of weeks (laughs) actually i kind of got a couple of things done for the podcast actually and some things for the upcoming hundredth episode and other things like that and one of the things i got done was that ad now i'm not gonna do that every time i just did that just now because that's the first time i played it but now i'm just gonna play that throughout the podcast as opposed to you know putting it in the beginning every time so and yeah so i finally did it i feel so accomplished yes i i made that and it's getting somewhat easier to do all this and like you know anyone that's been listening from the beginning or even throughout here and there know i always talk about how you know y'all listening to me basically learn all this on the fly because all of this that i'm doing was totally foreign until i started this so so every day it's a little learning experience of some sort so now i kind of feel a little strange not actually talking about the book given that i have the ad now but um but like i said in that don't you know, get it get five or six copies <laughs> so um Yeah, so it's been a second. I actually didn't even know I was gone that long. Uh, There was a actually a point where I actually like the next. I guess the next week came and I literally forgot that that first week. (laughs) Yeah, I I guess I just felt like, well, okay, I'll. um, I got really busy. With work and I to the point to where I literally forgot the first week, then the second week came around, and I was like, Oh, well, then I, that's when I was just like, Well, let me just wait till next week <laughs> now. And so, obviously, a lot has happened, and I guess one of the, I guess, well, since the last time we spoke, the uh, Paul Ryan announced that he was retiring from to from being you know well he's retiring altogether so he would not be the Speaker of the House in twenty nineteen. Um and so you know that's uh I, I know when um when this all went down uh you know, people kinda was him, you know, kinda mm kinda feeling like well, he's he's leaving because of the quote unquote blue wave that's going to happen in the midterms and, um, in November and, and whatnot. And you know what? For me, I'm I really don't, it's not like he was that great. I mean, I understand it's, it's not a easy job to be speaker because for one, even if you are conservative, um, it's going to be kind of difficult to try to get votes amongst a party that is not all conservative. So, and I will say the majority of them are not like really like staunch conservatives. So I I guess he did what he could. I mean, looking back even before he was speaker, even if you look at whether it's a conservative review and his Liberty score, as they keep, you know, their scorecards on conservative review, he has an F. So you got that there. And then to Action, who's, the, uh, who does their own, uh, do their own, um, scorecard, they had him at like a, like a D minus. So, <laughs> so, you know, him leaving is not, eh, you know, I think at first he had good intentions, just like a lot of them do. And then as time go, goes on, they just move further and further away from their, um, the progressive principles that basically got him elected. So I guess all I will say is this, you weren't and speaking about, you know, Paul Ryan, I guess you weren't as bad as John Boehner. I guess that's, a, you know, that's a, that's, worth a little bit of a of a you know of a clap, I guess, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, that was a laugh, but I guess we'll give him a clap too, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. C- c- congratulations, um, Paul Ryan. Now, you weren't as bad as John Boehner. So <laughs> So outside of now after that, we had the whole situation of airstrikes in syria which (laughs) for the couple of days there that really got everybody wondering if we were entering world war three and so far we're not and i know one thing (laughs) i was seeing people even like conservatives especially was saying like okay Forget what all the Democrats were saying about trying to impeach Trump for this or that. I heard some actually trying trying to say that this was an impeachable, you know, offense. Like, all right. All right. This is something to impeach President Trump over because he authorized the airstrikes, which, OK, I don't know where where you would get that from as far as impeachment. Okay, I can understand if you disagree with him, with the airstrikes, you know, with what he was doing. I can understand that, but then to take it so far and said to, to think that okay, this is something worthy of impeachment. I thought that was very much, very hyperbolic sort of language, and that actually kind of came and went. I, it's funny because I'm talking about these things now and these kind of feel like they were where they were weeks ago but they feel like so such a distant memory now and yeah i mean at this point now we're talking about north korea again and the uh, possibility of denuclearization which that's if uh, I, I can't imagine anyone ever thinking that that was a possibility when President Trump got in office. Like that was the, that was so far gone. I ain't saying it's gonna happen, but I'm just saying even the thought of it was not even a possibility. I, I don't, at least that I could think of. And like I said, who knows if it's gonna happen or what? If it's just North Korea, just you know, being being North Korea. <laughs> so, but hey. There's a little glimmer of hope out there, so at least we got that. And like, I'm kind of just running down through all these you know topics. I actually kept a list of things uh, while I'm in away. So I know another thing that came up was, I don't know how many of you have heard about this, but um, Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch sided with the Liberals on an immigration case recently. And that got conservatives kind of um, thinking like, oh, no, did we make a mistake <laughs> or, oh, Trump had appointed some secret liberal to the court. And I remember when I first saw this come across on the on Google or whatnot. And when I read it, one of the first things I saw is that it was a similar opinion Justice uh, Justice Scalia had in 2015 about this particular case and then then after reading it and understanding that it was more, it was more so not because he was siding with the liberals because he agrees with the liberals it's more about the the case itself being or the, the language being way too vague which I can agree with and it was funny like when I was reading it at that point that was before I was hearing all the backlash before I was seeing everything on social media where everyone was fearing that, oh, no, we've you know, we got another um, another person who claimed to be conservative. And I'm trying to think who uh, was it. Justice Kennedy, I think I forget who it was, but someone that had the credentials of being a conservative. And then when they get into the Supreme Court, they, you know, basically <laughs> totally flipped the script. But I don't think th- this. Yeah, this is not that that case i think it it was more about the language being you know being vague and that's why he went that direction that's that's just my humble opinion so yeah so uh let's see you know what before we get to the other issues especially on this starbucks issue <laughs> situation that happened i'm definitely gonna bring that up but before we Uh, go there let's hear from a word from my friends with the founder project
2: hello trend chat listeners if you like the founding projects civics education video series civics for all ages and our educational meme series we think you will love our new website join us at thefoundingproject.com and be a part of the civics movement the founding project is a 501 C three education nonprofit. Please join us today.
1: Starbucks is racist. <laughs> apparently apparently that's true now. Cause um I mean at the time I'm telling <laughs> talking about this, it's been over a week, but still, like I said, I'm just kind of running down the things that have happened. And Starbucks is racist. And <laughs> all because the the supervisor, now ex-supervisor at this Starbucks in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania called the cops on two black men who were waiting in the Starbucks without purchasing anything. And they asked to go to the restroom and they said, no, because you have, you know, you have to purchase something that's for, you know, for customers. And then um uh, then the police were called they came in they were arrested and you know I, you know this is it's, it's 2018 it's obviously there were there was video of it and once the once that went viral you know like i said the bus became racist after that and now I knock I remember the uh the police chief at first saying he at first let me say he said that uh that his officers did nothing wrong and boy did he he backtracked off of that a couple of days later but um, it's funny I, got some other people who like you know they say one thing and then they when they get that little backlash who they got a back they start they start run, running that back a little bit no I, I didn't mean all that and so anyway yeah got a got a little bit more about people who are you know who who want to just want to backtrack on some issues but on some some things they said but yeah so the police chiefs you know said that his officers did nothing wrong at first and then um and this uh like i said the supervisor at that starbucks is now you know gone and you know the thing about for one there's conflicting reports especially as far as how this all got started which you only kind of hearing one side of it you only hearing their side uh, the two black men so you're only hearing their side as far as what's going on because they said they're saying that well she called the, the the police on us two minutes after we got in um but then if you hear the uh hear the other side about it there was a back and forth where well they asked to go to the restaurant she, and she said no that they had to purchase something and then um then they refused to leave they went back and forth and then She said that she was going to call the cops and they said, go ahead, call the cops. We don't care. So we got that side. And then we have another side where it basically felt like they just sat down and, and which to me, kind of, to me, their side seems a little more far-fetched only because it seemed like it make it seem like, okay, they sat down, she saw them hopped on the phone, called the cops without nothing, no no warning or nothing. (laughs) And, um, that seems a little more far-fetched as opposed to having a reason to call because because their their reason make it seem like she just picked up phone and just called and um you know I, I i don't know and and like i said but you only hearing one side Every the media just you know, it just taking their side of it like they're like okay well that's what happened what they said has happened that's how you know that's the official record you it cannot be disputed so and um and so that yeah that whole situation is now that kind of has died down I'm, i'm just thinking about all this stuff i'm talking about that i've that just happened in the past couple of weeks and i'm thinking about it now like i haven't heard nothing about that starbucks situation in the past couple of days at all um, one thing I, I haven't seen yet is like video inside the Starbucks where, you know, to kind of, to kind of put the rest one side or the other. Cause if she did call like two minutes right after you will see in, in that video, but I, I haven't seen it. It might be out, but I haven't heard anything or seen anything, but it could be, I don't know um personally as a conservative i i have i have no sympathy for starbucks i mean when all this blew up you had liberals talk about hashtag boycott um boycott starbucks and i was like okay if conservatives are already you know boycotting starbucks and now liberals are gonna boycott uh, starbucks you know starbucks gonna go out of business they ain't gonna have no customers and, and, and for me, I was kind of like, <laughs> I'm just like, well, oh, well, I'm not going to come back. <laughs> I said, I'm not going to come back like I drink coffee. I, I mean, I, did, I don't even go to Starbucks. I didn't go to Starbucks at all anyway because I, I don't drink coffee. But I'm just saying if I was and if, and if I stopped because of take your pick. I mean, one of the things I could think of as far as the uh, far Starbucks. Um, i get the ceo or whoever or the founder whatever um said that um you know if you uh basically if you are a bible believing christian don't bother coming to our store okay <laughs> uh you know we we don't you know we don't want your business fine with me i i, I said for me because well, i don't drink coffee so i wasn't going anyway. but i'm like if i did i'm like you know what okay sh- you know sure if you if um if that's how you feel i don't have to drink coffee i can there's plenty of places that serve coffee so uh but um but yeah so i i'm not trying to i'm not gonna try to defend starbucks hey they made their bet and let them lie in it and if they're if now they've, you know, they ticked off the other side to the point to where they are sitting back and just begging for anybody to come to the store. Hey, you know what? You know, you, you made your statement. So, hey, go ahead. Just, you know, don't keep that. Now. who? Um, oh, I'm just. I'm just actually just thinking about what else <laughs> has happened. I mean, there's a lot, obviously there's a lot has happened has uh happened and one thing i guess i'm going to get into some a couple other well a couple other things um actually something that just happened like a couple of days ago was the uh, the hashtag war baby so the um the baby from um prince william and Kate middleton and I literally like forgot their name like two seconds before I actually said just said it then, but but um but yeah so the the baby was born and congratulations you know first off but obviously the first thing that always comes to my mind when um when it when the the media and the press love to want to um, congratulate on a baby. Like, yeah, it's funny what constitutes a baby all of a sudden. (laughs) like They love to say fetus about pretty much any other any other time when we talk about pregnancy. But mm, basically, a baby, the definition of a baby in their eyes is a fetus that is wanted. (laughs) I'm just saying that's that's what it seems like. That's their definition of what a baby is. Because any other time, as a fetus is a clump of cells, is is not get is not considered human. <laughs> but if the baby is wanted, then that is a baby. Outside of that, outside of that, if the mother does not want the fetus, then at that point the fetus loses its humanity and becomes a clump of cells. So that's just always something that I always comes to my mind whenever we want to celebrate whether it's the royal baby or beyonce's baby kim kardashian's baby or anybody anybody's baby and that's just something yeah and yeah again congratulations congratulations to the royal couple Um, especially i will say congratulations to the baby you actually made it out And I'm not really I'm not being sarcastic at all. I'm I'm just I'm I'm glad you made it out because unfortunately, a lot of a lot of babies don't make it. You did mainly just, you know, because you were wanted, but because all the rest of them were not a lot of other, you know, over three thousand thousands of babies didn't have that luxury. So Congratulations. You made it out so before we continue we're gonna go into our entertainment block which i just made up just now because um i see the next ones and next couple of topics are entertainment based and i can't wait to get to it so but before that let's hear another word from my friends with the founder project
2: hello trend chat fans the Founding Project invites you to experience our latest resource to take civics to citizens, TFP's new website. Visit us at www.thefoundingproject.com. Be a part of the civics movement with The Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Join us today.
1: Whew! Wow. I missed doing this. I <laughs> know it's only been a couple of weeks. So I'm like, man, I I missed I missed y'all. I missed but um and in my spare time, in this I guess impromptu leave of absence, I did what I normally do, go watch movies, but I do that anyway. But um went to see a quiet place, uh rampage. Well, I saw some other movies, but those two I'm going to talk about. <laughs> um, I really did like Quiet Place. I don't, don't know how, how many of you even know about it or or seen it, but I, I really did like that. That was a really good... I mean, it was, you know, I guess considered a horror movie. I didn't really see it as that much of a horror movie. Um, it wasn't like the, a lot of the, you know, I guess... Like jump scared in your face type of stuff I, at least i didn't i mean it, it there's some of that in there don't get me wrong but it, it wasn't like it was just you know every second something jumping at you uh just like the title says it is quiet it is you know it's very quiet and if, if you don't know basically this family um well first this I, there was some sort of, I don't know, outbreak of invasion or something where these creatures um, hunt people by hearing, by sound. If they if they hear you, then they hunt you down and kill you. So, um, And so if you're completely quiet, you're completely safe. So most of the movie is in silence. Which, for those people that like to talk in movies or like to make a lot of noise, I could, I can see this being really annoying. <laughs> Where all this silence is going on, and you hear people in the background talking over here, and someone's doing this over there, and <laughs> um, I've been in movies so long, I've become numb to it. Not saying that I, you know, that I like it, but I'm I've. <laughs> I've been in some rowdy theaters. I've been in some more respectable theaters, but I've just kind of gotten really used to it. And I I know there's theaters out there, especially the ones near LA or, or even New York that has this like strict policy where people are supposed to be quiet and you know basically be supposed to be like it's supposed to be in a movie theater. But most of these theaters around the country don't really enforce that. And I you don't know fuck i understand the reason because i could see how that can how that can go if you like really enforce these rules of, of being quiet in the theater how that can go especially in some parts of the country and like why well, how dare you tell me to be quiet i paid my ticket i could yeah i could just see the, those situations in a way um but um actually i I haven't been to a theater that that you know that has that real strict policy where you know you have uh, ursha's looking, <laughs> making sure hey, hey hey you up there in row B you keep quiet or whatever like that or we have to escort you out. I haven't been in one of those. Um, I actually want wanted to go to one in L.A. when I was there a couple a uh, couple of months ago, but I didn't. Foolishly, just didn't go. I don't know why I didn't. I I, I don't know, but. But yeah, like yeah, well, went on that talking about a quiet place. But yeah, so it's a it's a really good movie. I really really think you know if you're not you know, um, squeamish as far as seeing, I guess, ugly looking creatures, <laughs> um, you don't see them all. But I'm saying you will see them. So and yeah, you know, it, I, I, it was pretty good. Now Rampage uh, with Dwayne Johnson um, was pretty good, too. I mean, it was a, you know, loud in your face, you know, (laughs) blockbuster of a movie. (laughs) And but it was good. It was entertaining. I my critique, which is (laughs) which is. Pretty much just my critique for the most part, or at least in the minority. It just—it was way too much, like cursing, <laughs> for some. Well, no, nah, well, I will take it back. It was just not so much. It was just you know, I felt like the language was just whatever, <laughs> um where it was just. But I'm in the vast minority in that. But I, you know, I digress. That's that's just me personally. Actually if anyone ever seen any, uh, any ratings I ever done for a movie, I mean, it's hard to, for me to give anything like a nine. I like mostly everything gets an eight <laughs> or I the only thing gets a nine or a 10. I don't even, I don't even think I ever gave anything like a five out of five <laughs> or, or a 10 out of 10. I don't think I have. Um, even yeah the only one that was yeah I, yeah i haven't <laughs> but um one thing one factor for me is language for me so and i understand when you're telling a story in the real world obviously you're gonna have language i understand that um it just sometimes i feel like there was this one movie I, I ain't gonna go go too long about. You anyway, know, there was this one movie I saw a couple of months ago where, um, what the what was rated R, and it felt like they took the they they took the fact they had the freedom in that R rating to say everything they could say because it seemed like. The the dialogue was just there to make as much to say as much profanity as they could. Just, you know, we're just going to outside, you know, instead of just saying a regular sentence, we're just going to add some F words in there (laughs) just because we just because we are, you know, let's do it. And I just feel like they just really just took liberty with it. They just like, well, we're just gonna say everything and then f word we could say. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So yeah, Rampage was good. If you don't know, it's was well, based off a video game. It's about a huge ape tearing up the city, basically, <laughs> um, and other other animals as well. And there's you know there's four. 10 times the size and they're running rampant, you know, and you know, in a rampage. So, uh, but yeah, it was, I really like how, uh, how it was done. It just looked well produced really. And there is one scene that involves, you know, um, uh, a, I'm trying not to give away what this is. I'm like, there's a scene that, that involves a large building, <laughs> And this is really big, but uh, there's a it, it, it involves a large building, and it's towards the end. And for me, oh, okay, I'm just gonna say it. it's the the scene with the with the Sears Tower in Chicago. That's all I'm gonna say. That's like one of my favorite scenes. I, that was a great scene for me. I thought that was a real cool cool thing. So uh, now. Also, now I don't know how many people know about this, because I don't know how many people keep up with the with the pull of surprise. And, you know, it's funny because I think a lot of people think pull of surprise. They don't think about journalism or, you know, or when it comes to just the news. Like, I know for a long time, I thought pull of surprise. That's what all I thought. I thought the pool of surprise was just for people who did extraordinary work in journalism. I didn't know there was, like, other categories there. So, yes, there are other categories. And the one that stuck out is the rapper Kendrick Lamar won a Pulitzer for music um, for his latest album. And, you know, that... One, I have no idea how the whole nomination process works and how this, how he even got there. Um, first off... I kind of personally, I would think that it would, that he will, will be, I guess, nominated for poetry. Um, but I'm guessing they're just including everything about, you know, about the album. So the music and also the, you know, what he said. And the one thing that just stuck out to me is what, what the Pulitzer Prize said about his, um, his, uh, his album and and why that they you know why he was given uh, given the Pulitzer Prize and it just really is something that kind of I don't know kind of irked me in a way because their quote for it as I <laughs> as I basically sound like I'm stalling because I'm looking for it which if I was a professional I would have already had this on hand. But I didn't and I'm still looking for it. <laughs> and um but basically the um uh, the Pulitzer Prize said about uh Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar's um album is that it was a uh, just a reflection of African American life. I'm actually that's kind of a paraphrase of it as I finally get to it (laughs) now and there we go a virtuistic here we go a virtuistic song collection unified by its vernacular uh, authenticity and rhythmic dynamism that offers effective vignettes capturing the complexity of modern african-american life so yeah yeah i remember that now I I couldn't remember that off the top of my head, but yeah. So, and the, you know, the thing that I remember telling someone is that, okay, I can, okay, maybe that is the, the, you know, complexity of a, or one's, well, you know, African American life, you know, being Kendrick Lamar's. But I was saying like, what Kendrick Lamar was saying in his album, and not just his this album, just his other albums and all the other albums, have no connection with my African American life, and has no um, nothing to to say about how I, you know, view my life, and and so that's it's just something that kind of when I read that like. It's it seems like the Pull Surprise would kinda of make it seem like okay, this is how African American life is through Kenneth Lamar's album. Just kind of a general statement that they that they were making. And I can't disagree with that more. Have nothing to do with Kenneth Lamar as far as how he was portraying his life. <laughs> and if that's how his his life was, that's his perspective. But it's it has it's nothing like mine so but but i'm i'm pretty sure the pool surprise worded it the way they wanted to because that's how they would want you know that in their eyes that's how they view african-american life in his eyes they'd say like yeah what are you saying yeah that's how we that we agree with with uh, Kenneth Lamar's assessment of African American life. I'm pretty sure if, um, someone like myself or any other black conservative, I'm pretty sure they'll be like, no, that, no, y- your perspective is not valid. <laughs> so, but <laughs> the beat goes on. <laughs> that's, that is, that's nothing, no surprise. I mean, it's also the same, <laughs> the same pull of surprise who, you know, gave awards to the new york times the washington post and all those others so <laughs> and i mean it's traditionally pretty much pretty you know liberal anyway um so and i guess we're gonna we're gonna end off on one last thing but before we do that let's hear one last word from our friends with the founder project
2: Hello to fans of Trend Chat and Brian Bledsoe. The Founding Project, an education nonprofit dedicated to civics, invites you to visit our brand new website. Visit us at thefoundingproject.com. Be a part of the civics movement with The Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Please join us today.
1: now remember remember earlier when i said that you know there is going to be another another story about person (laughs) backtracking so let's talk about shania twain um shania twain did an interview a couple of a couple days ago whenever and said that she would vote for donald trump if she was american because if you don't know shania twain is canadian and boy whoo when she said that, she might she should just said, you know, I like to eat babies for breakfast. I mean, <laughs> she she just should have just she could have said anything else. Let's put it that way. And she got s- some backlash. Whoo, I'm, and she, you know, it didn't take long before she was popping up another tweet <laughs> saying, like, look, I, I didn't mean what I said, <laughs> like, I like, I'm all for in inclusivity and I'm, you know, please just don't kill me. <laughs> and yeah, she, she, she backtracked that statement. Like I, I bet she kind of wish she had the whole thing for men in black where she could just like erase people's memories. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so like, I don't know how, that whole question then came about, but as far as how she answered it, but, but, um, it, it does kind of go to show as far as when it comes to, um, when any celebrity say, say anything that is either positive or, you know, just sounds conservative or any sort of, I guess any sort of praise of a Republican or any, uh, of any kind. It just goes to show who are in their, I guess, in their vicinity, who are the closest to them. And obviously, it's a lot of liberals who are and that's not a surprise. But I'm saying that those are the people who who they value. You know, that's their opinion that they value most. And it, it shows Time and time again with these celebrities, because mainly because they want to keep working they want to keep doing what they do, whether it's singing or acting or whatever and those are the people that hold positions of power and you know they have to weigh that op you know weigh that option or of do I want to st- stay true to what I said or is it worth it? And for a lot of them, it's just not worth it. Or you can now. Well, as of saying this, I don't know if Kanye West West has um retracted his statement because he said that he liked the way Candace Owens thinks. Uh, Candace Owens, who is a um a uh, conservative, you know, commentator, and he write, he, you know, he posted a tweet about liking how she thinks. And so that has blown up. I don't know has if he's apologized or has retracted it or not, but you know, even, you know, for him, maybe either one, he deems it, you know, worthy to stand up for what he believes, or he just gotten to the point of where he's so untouchable where he just doesn't care to even to apologize. Even if he maybe want maybe, you know, I didn't even, if he said that and didn't really care one way or another, but he's gotten to the point to where, look, I got my money and I, I can care less if y'all mad <laughs> and and don't apologize. Just out of spite. <laughs> Cause that's just how he is. <laughs> but anyway, that's it. I appreciate y'all, everyone listening. We are out, well out of time and I'm pretty sure we'll have another podcast later this week. And, Matter of fact, especially because Avengers is coming out. Can't wait. Can't wait. And, and we will definitely probably be talking about that on Thursday. So, again, Trenchat Chat 24-7, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, iTunes, Google Play, like, scro- like, share, subscribe, all that. And until next time, I'll... Chat with y'all later.
0: It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections, they're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700.